talking CSU with the voice of the Rams, Brian Roth, on the Jim Davis Show. All right, Rams falling at home last night to UNLV 8371. Brian Roth joins us. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Jim. How are we? Good. Before we talk about the Rams' loss, let's talk about your favorite NFL football team and mine, the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton. Your initial reaction to Denver trading for Sean Payton. Can you fix Russell Wilson? I hope. That's the plan, right? That's, that's part of the reason they're getting him. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. I mean, fix the quarterback. Fix the team. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, I know it's kind of been a long and winding road to <laughs> get to this point. And, um, there's probably some frustrated Bronco fans out there. But at the end of the day, I think that was the guy they they probably wanted, along with Jim Harbaugh from, from the very get-go. Obviously, you're giving up the draft capital uh, to get him. But we all know good leadership um, – certainly makes good teams and obviously good quarterback makes good teams as well in the NFL and Sean Payton's been there and done it I mean you look at his career record you you look at what he did at New Orleans obviously a Super Bowl championship and you know look what he did with with Drew Brees and he's obviously a brilliant offensive mind and and Drew Brees he came over from San Diego uh, to the New Orleans New Orleans Saints wasn't the Hall of Famer Drew Brees that that, that he is now, it's going to be. And Sean Payton, I think, had a heavy influence in that. So, you know, all like I like I don't care who you hire, just hire somebody that can fix the quarterback, and then and then we can go from there. So, uh, I, I'm I'm happy about it. Let's move on and uh, let's get this thing turned around. It's just been an absolute football nightmare. The Broncos have been purgatory since. Uh, the world championship in 2015. And then also today, Tom Brady announcing his retirement. We think it was a year to the day that he announced his retirement the last time. And then 40 days later came out of retirement. I I guess I'll believe it when the season actually starts, when the first regular season game is played and Tom Brady's not in a uniform and he's in a booth covering it for Fox. I I guess I'll entirely buy it. It does. It does seem though, to feel a little different this time around, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it's like the boy who cried wolf, right? I mean, I mean, he, he, you, you can't do it too many times before people stop believing it. So, uh, no, I, I, I think it probably is real. I mean, it's amazing that he has played this long and at the level that he's played, uh, you know, in the NFL. And, I mean, look, I, I'm a John Elway guy. I grew up with John Elway. John Elway was the best quarterback I, I think I ever saw. But at the end of the day, you, you talk about the best ever. It's pretty hard to argue against Tom Brady and what he's done. But the thing that I always appreciate about the Denver Broncos is that, man, you know, Tom Brady dominated the entire NFL but did not dominate the Denver Broncos. Sure, he beat the Broncos, but the Broncos uh, had his number as well. So while Brady had domination over the league, uh, uh, that, that isn't always the case with the Denver Broncos. Oh, let us not forget uh, Von Miller's pick of him, AFC Championship game and and uh, Champ had the, the pick uh, in the playoff yeah. game against him. Yeah. It, it took it back for a touchdown. Uh, and, and so they are their big moments the Broncos have had against Brady in his career. All right, so that was that was kind of a nice way to ease into, <laughs> unfortunately, the Rams losing to UNLV. Okay. That's why we have you here. A few weeks, Jim, and really looking excited, excited to get back you know, to some CSU football talk. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> 
Four, <laughs> can't wait for Rams football to start. Can't wait till the spring game. Uh, four game losing streak. Uh, Rams fall to UNLV. Um, gosh, it you know it's it's one of those things where it's the basketball team that's just um, just hit a really bad stretch right now, losing last night eighty three seventy one at Moby. Yeah, it, the, the the beat goes on for this team, and it's it's really amazing kind of how far they've fallen. And, you know, you look at where they were right before Christmas. CSU had gone on the road. They had had won at St. Mary's and, and looked like they were kind of turning it around. You know, St. Mary's, top 25 team, and you go into Moraga, which is not an easy place to play. And, and, and you beat a team like St. Mary's and didn't play very well against USC to close out the um, – non-conference play in USC is you know could be an NCAA tournament team and and so you went into the conference play thinking you know this is a it's a team that has battled injuries but it's a team that you believe can can compete for a Mountain West Conference championship and yeah you you lose at home to San Jose you lose at home to to Air Force obviously the loss at Wyoming a, a week and a half ago and you know, we were talking about it on the broadcast last night with Adam Nygon, my color analyst across the radio network, and of course Adam, a former player at Colorado State, played for for Tim Miles, and and we keep talking about some of these close losses for the Rams, and they're right there. And you know, as he said, it after a while, you have to you have to reevaluate who you are, and you got to be honest about the situation. CSU is just not very good. They have put ten games on tape now in Mountain West Conference play. They won two of them and got beat beat up pretty good last night. I mean, let's call it what it is. They got blown out last night, uh, down by 22 with about seven minutes to go at home. They got blown out of Boise State this past Saturday. And Boise State's really good. I mean, they're, they're an NCAA tournament team. And so, at, you know, at some point you got to reevaluate who you really are. And it's a CSU team that is two and eight in a very good and competitive Mountain West Conference, but they're two and eight, and at this point, CSU doesn't look like a very good outfit. Yeah, and you go back to last night's game, where if you, if somebody would have told you Isaiah Stevens is going to have 18 points, hit a couple threes, John Tanji's going to have 17 points, he'll hit a three, Patrick Cartier is going to have a 17 points, and then Isaiah Rivera is going to have 17 points and, and hit a three, and then Patrick Cartier hit a three as well. Wouldn't you think Hey, Rams probably win that basketball game with that kind of offensive production. But that's what they did yeah. last night and still lost, yeah. like you said, as badly as they did. Yeah, and we, we've, we've talked about the fact that Isaiah Stevens needs some help. And look, I mean, teams are just throwing the kitchen sink at Isaiah Stevens. And, you know, last night, it's, it's not like you know, when Isaiah Stevens gets to you know, 18 points that he's, that he's taken 15, 16, 17 shots a game. He only took 11 shots last night. And, you know, you'd like to see him shoot more, but... I mean, he's getting double teamed and guys running at him every every second. And we talked about the fact that the Rams need other guys stepping up. Well, last night you, you get some other guys stepping up. Although a lot of that scoring came late for the Rams, <laughs> they were down twenty two, and and all of a sudden the hair was on fire for the Rams in the final seven minutes of the game. And and again, going back to my color analyst Adam Nygon, who again is a former player, you know, said. Well, what happened the first 34 minutes? Yeah. I mean, because UNLV was the aggressor. They had the edge, and, and they won all the loose ball, 50-50 battles. CSU looked like they were sleepwalking. And then all of a sudden, you know, your, your hair comes on fire, and you get some of these other guys scoring. But to your point, Jim, 
yes. I mean, if you would have told me that before the game, that uh, those four players would all score 17 or more points, but they were the only guys that scored. They had 69 of the of the 71 for the Rams. How about this stat from last night? And yeah, I I don't know the last time I saw a number like this, but UNLV's bench outscored CSU's bench 33 to two. That's amazing. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. I mean, because that was the difference in the game. Keyshawn Hall had 10 off the bench, and, and he scored 10 points in 10 minutes. Luis Rodriguez, he had 11 points off the bench last night. Their bench was the was the, the one of the biggest factors in that game last night for the running reps. Yeah, it was. And, you know, it's a, it's a running Rebels team that, you know, let's not forget they opened up the season 10-0. Uh, they were on the verge of becoming a top 25 team in in December. And then, you know, the Mountain West is tough. and They battled some injuries, and, and all of a sudden they kind of fell back. And what they had to do when they battled injuries is is throw some other guys in, right? The guys that may not have gotten the type of minutes they were getting because of the injuries. And, and then now they get healthy, and all of a sudden you got a little bit more of a robust rotation. And, Man, that came through in flying colors last night for UNLV. You know, they're, they're really long. They're really athletic. And unfortunately for the Rams, I mean, they, they, they just aren't long. They aren't athletics. They're more of a precision-type team that, that's going to beat you with uh, you know, skills, shooting, cutting. Uh, <laughs> you know, they just got overmatched last night. And, and, and it's, it's too bad to see because you look now moving forward, Jim, for this basketball team, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's official at this point. The season's lost. I mean, it's, uh, it's going to end in Vegas at the Mountain West Conference Tournament unless they make some miraculous four-game run and, and win the Mountain West Conference Tournament, which at this point seems like a pretty far-fetched idea. But it's going to end without uh, postseason play for for the first time in in four years for for Colorado State. So. Um, I, I, they might be favored in one more game the rest of the year, but that's it. Yeah, Utah State coming up. They're in the upper half of the conference right now, Saturday over at Moby, and then go to Colorado Springs, uh, take on Air Force, a team that went into Moby you know, a few weeks back and, and picked up a surprise victory there. So it's, like you said, it's it, it, you hate to say it's over, but it's over. I mean, when it comes to, to postseason play, I mean, I, I'm with you on that. I don't think that the Rams can put together a – the kind of run that you're, you know, that you're referencing in the Mountain West Conference tournament, conference is too good, too too tough this year for that to happen for CSU. But I, I guess for the rest of the way here, for Nico Medved, what 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 needs to happen? What are some of the things they can try to do to maybe build on for next year? Obviously, winning basketball games would be fantastic. But what what do you think that Nico's hoping to see from the guys that he has right now that'll be back next year for this basketball team? Well, you know. I've- as Nico said last night, he said, I've, I've been in, in this business for, for 28 years, uh, the last 10 as a, as a head coach, and I've seen momentum shifts throughout the course of a season. I've, I've, I've had teams that look like a broken squad all of a sudden get a little bit of confidence and, and, and start to make a run. Now, again, I think the postseason is completely uh, out of reach at this point because how good the Mountain West is. And, you know, there's just there's just more talented teams this year in, in the Mountain West. But, you know, he, he, he still thinks there's there's time to end the season playing good basketball, upsetting some teams that, uh, you know, are going to be favored in games over Colorado State, upsetting some teams that uh, have NCAA aspirations. So 
you know, he's seen it. He's seen, he's had a few broken teams in the year where you think that all is lost, and and you know, all of a sudden, play a good half. That good half turns into a good game. That good game turns into a three game win streak where where all of a sudden you start playing good basketball. And he said he's seen it the other way. He said he's had teams where, man, they look like they're on top of the world and then the bottom falls out. So, you know, momentum's a funny thing. And he still believes that this is a basketball team that that can right the ship. And they're, you know, trying to get this thing turned around in the final nine, ten games of the season and, and try to get a little momentum into the offseason. But, you know, the loss of David Roddy was huge. Uh, they lost uh, guard Chandler Jacobs, who brought a high level of athleticism to the team last year. And so you lose Roddy, you lose Jacobs. Uh, Kendall Moore was a very good athlete for the Rams. He's at Missouri State this year and didn't really replace those guys with high level athletes. And of course, you don't replace David Roddy. I'm not saying you do that. I mean, that just doesn't happen anywhere outside of Kansas and Kentucky and Gonzaga, where you lose first round draft picks and fill them in with another guy that's going to be a first-round draft pick. But they have some retooling to do in the offseason. There's a lot of things that they need to do, and get longer and more athletic is going to be right there at the top of the list. And, you know, unfortunately, there's 358 other Division I teams that are trying to get longer and athletic in the offseason as well. So, you know, they, they have their work cut out for them. There is no question. Spring ball's coming soon. Ball camp. Yeah. It's not the, the, hey, That's Broncos right. have That's Sean Payton. Uh, ding dong, the witch is dead. Tom's retiring. I mean, they're. I'm trying to give you some things to be happy about today, Brian. I'm, I'm really trying here, man. No, I appreciate that.